0: Get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good,
1: ah! it's scary. Thanks for being here, guys. Yay, Got the Kate ah! we a- hey,
2: and Miss Danielle. Woo!
1: Woo, 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 woo! Got some hot chicks on this panel. Ow! Ow. <laughs> Look, they're all going to meet we'll two, each please, in, in the front of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Here we are. Yeah, here here we, are. we are. for
3: some reason, I don't know why.
0: Cuz you're not a girl.
2: How do you feel being outnumbered <laughs> now? <laughs> I was outnumbered this morning. You're outnumbered now. <laughs>
4: Glad to see it.
2: It's the hat. That's That's what's the, up. the whole, yeah. the whole Garth Brooks thing going on right now. Ladies, how are you? Wow. Thank you Very for well. joining us for this We're panel. fantastic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you've been, <laughs> you've been drinking, right?
2: <laughs> only <I> one. <laughs> <laughs> That's water with some lemon in it. You wanna take the reins on this? I'll let you, I'll be nice. I would feel
3: really presumptuous as the only male up front taking the reins. I don't want to be accused of toxic masculinity.
4: No, that's all right. (laughs) This is a, this is a hashtag free zone. So just ask your questions. (laughs) Yes. Let's just get off and over it. This is just talk about being in horror (laughs) movies.
3: Well then, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's talk about being in horror movies. So can Mm. we start, maybe just go run across. Um, How did you end up in a horror movie? You know, how did
0: you get started? Um, Well, I auditioned. (laughs) First I got an agent. And then, um, no, I was auditioning for uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 3, New Line Cinema. And um, it was really interesting. It was down to two girls and the boy who plays my boyfriend, Billy Butler, got to choose. And he was like, I loved your freckles, so I gave you the job. I'm like,
2: Yes
0: And we had a scream off and I won. Oh, and then that that's how it all started. Yeah. Lucky break. Fantastic. That's
1: great. I, do you, <laughs> you,
0: you want to
4: hear that I think you got
0: no, no. <gasps> uh... mm-hmm. Do you want me to scream? Yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can we, can we Is, if a there's ever then? an audience yeah, that wants can. you I
1: to know. scream,
2: <laughs> do you want to? You've been so do you long. You want to go back? To- I
1: think. I yeah, away from like, the micro- just microphone. Shut the yeah, microphone it's off. It's been a long time. <laughs> I <don't know>. what <laughs> I
2: come I from, from? Yeah, come from the gut. You're not allowed to have anything anymore.
4: Kind of oh boy, here we go.
2: It. Ah!
4: Oh, so I was no, that was good. Girl. That was good. That's like a mid-tone. Yeah. Like a mid-tone. It was real appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Mine's a little more high-pitched. It's probably better. But I shall talk first. Yeah. Um so I got an audition. <laughs> and at first when I read the sides, it was just like a really dysfunctional family. But I didn't realize that these red-headed stepchild was fucking Chucky. I just thought it was a really interesting story about like these two sisters and one's in a wheelchair and there was all this drama in the family. But interestingly enough, my uncle was one of the producers on the first Child's Play and whenever I was a kid and I walked down the stairs, they were very wealthy and they had this movie theater. Every time I walked down the stairs, there was that poster. So Chucky had literally been like haunting me my entire life. And it was only a matter of time before he got me in the eyeball with a butcher knife. So, um, yeah, I auditioned and horror movies terrify me. It is so strange. Like, it's strange that, like, that I, I fell into this world and then also insidious, which with James Wan, I mean, Dom, Mancini, and James Wan are both these brilliant filmmakers. And again, what a fantastic um, franchise Insidious is, and what a fantastic franchise Child's Play is. Just the stories and the way that they continue with these characters, which fascinates me as an actress. So yeah, that's kind of what happened to me. Just great storytelling that happens to be scary. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to hear my scream? Oh, my God. <laughs>
4: I'm just exercising my my dream. Get- and <laughs> and, <scene>. and
2: her- <laughs> I was
1: 13 years old. I auditioned for a crazy fucking movie called Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> they were like, "You want to have a dick?" I was like, "Sure." And that was the end and beginning of my career. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, it was great. I auditioned for a movie, and I'm so grateful that I did. And thank you so much for embracing and loving and supporting this movie 37 years later. It's still, I think, you know, socially um, topical, and um, I appreciate all of the love and support. So thank you. I'm so grateful to be here. (laughs)
2: I'm deaf now, so yeah, that works. (laughs) So, obviously, you've all been doing horror movies. Is there any kind of movie that you haven't done that you'd like to branch out and try, or any? Porn? No. (laughs) Oh my god! I love you. She's honest. (laughs) Uh, No, 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 no. Too late for that, I'm afraid. It's on YouTube. (laughs) Never too late
4: for that. Really, Um, that's true. Um, yeah sci-fi oh, uh goodness. fantasy sci-fi I, I grew up a big star wars family so anything in that world i i got to do this really great video game called god of war which was really yeah, cool because i had to be an avatar in that which is fun but um it would also be really cool to be part of the i mean the star wars franchise that's well cool. they
2: are making another avatar movie they are well i could do that too yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool.
1: i love action So I just did a movie called Killer Rose with Caroline Williams, and we kick everybody's ass. So to me, action is like, you know, super fun and fast-paced. Characters are amazing. And it was just, you know, it was fun on set. We had a great time. Yes, my love. Oh, yes, I did A Nun's Curse with Tommy Faircloth. I had done Family Possessions with him, and now we just filmed A Nun's Curse. So that was cool. Thank you.
4: What is a nun's curse, just out of curiosity? It's about a creepy-ass nun. <laughs> <laughs> what, is the, what is the actual curse? It's,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't <laughs> it already happening
4: in the Catholic Church? That Catholic is a yes. Have you seen the or dock <laughs> Which one? Keepsake. Oh, <gasps> I'm totally
1: into, like, um, docks, you know. No. the
0: keepers. No. You mean yeah. the keepers. Is but it called the nun? keepers? Uh, or the keepsake? nun that was killed in the 60s in yes, this area. Oh. Yes.
1: Oh. Have you seen it? We were just The it. Keepers. What is it called? The Keepers? The Keepers. Damn, that shit's scary. That's scary <laughs> than what we did. That's real yeah. life and it's scary. Yeah. 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 That was
0: fucked up. Come on, what movie? What do you want to do? What genre? Um actually, I've done them all. Covered, no, I'm kidding. Covered porn. I did I did action. I did horror. I've done drama. I guess I'd like to do
4: Rom-com? Marvel oh. superhero. <laughs> Marvel superhero, because I'm taking my answer back and I'm changing it to Wonder Woman.
0: Wonder Woman, (laughs) yeah.
4: (laughs) Or just a voiceover in one of those cartoons.
0: I'd love to do a voiceover in like an animated feature. That's what I would love to do. That's really easy, too. Do you ladies
2: feel that you have to go out of your way more for a role than a male trying? Well, I mean, obviously they're not going for the same roles, but do you feel you have to work harder? Well, there's so that's more serious. I mean,
0: any movie you see, there's like ten times the men.
4: I
2: feels like that's changing. Yeah,
4: a bit. I mean, we've the pla- so there's a platform now, which is 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 great because the pendulum always has to swing really hard, right? So it's it's groundbreaking. There's a lot of women writing and producing, and there's a lot of support for that right now. So it feels like it's it's equal. Yeah, up, big yeah. little eyes. Yeah. But it's like if, if we're talking about like that's happening now. Like up to this point, it's definitely been more of a struggle. I think probably less roles is probably more the struggle.
0: Yeah. I think so too
4: Yeah I think everything we see I mean I produce
1: And everything right now Is female centric yeah. It's like every TV series Every film It's like oh, It has to have a lead female role So you know We're in a great time for that And you know We kick ass So why not <laughs> but I
4: think it's good to like uh do that to bring it to balance because I don't think it's about like alienating any sort of person. Right. Like whatever that you're whatever you're born with, whatever your sexual orientation is. I think that hopefully we're leading toward a future where it's just like we're human beings having this experience. And here's a story about these human beings.
2: Let's just David. all get
4: along, right? <laughs> in yeah. a sense, like I hope, I hope that's where we're headed. um But yeah, just create. I mean, I'm creating content too, as well. So I think it's really empowering it's to do that because you can you can tell your story.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. I, you know, I grew up in the '70s and '80s, uh, and all my you know the women I like the the word strong. Whether it was Carrie Fisher and Star Wars or, or Sigourney Weaver and Aliens and I was in a horror fan my whole life. I was confused when they said that horror is a misogynistic genre. Hmm. seems to me a lot of those movies were yeah. female-centric. Oh, that mm-hmm. is, that a, is, it, is it a case of – is the genre changing or is the perception of the genre changing?
0: I think the genre is changing a little bit. I mean, there were those like – wasn't it Freddy? No. Maybe Freddy? But there seemed to be like in the 70s, the all the girls get
4: naked, and naked sad. and killed. Well there's always the cheesecake rolls there's there's always
3: the disaster yeah. but always it's the final But there's are the also femme
4: fatales roles. there are the strong women that that didn't have to be naked or didn't have to be cut sliced to, to pieces and depending on what like if you're in thriller maybe it's a little less blood and guts if you're in like the slashers maybe it's more that But yeah I think that it's I think that we're we're breaking these sort of tropes mm-hmm. where a woman has to be doing that mm-hmm. um but there's probably they'll probably always be that objectification whether it's a man or a woman uh, in 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 mm-hmm. films like that but um, it does feel like it's evening out a bit.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Like Jamie Lee Curtis in the latest
4: yeah. was amazing. What, t- so tell us about that. What was it? In uh, Halloween. Halloween she kicked, that the yeah. last
0: Halloween she just yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she kicked
2: ass. Yeah, she did.
4: I feel
1: like it's always been like this, though, where women have powerful roles. I mean, I, in 1982, I was kicking everybody's ass. So I was 13, <laughs> you know, and I just think it's the perception. It's how we look at things. And because now we see females being strong and standing up for themselves, we can look at a film maybe differently. Perhaps that's the... Uh, you're yeah, right, it
2: is. It
4: is. Yeah, there's such trends so. that happen with perception as well. So Yeah. yeah. I think so. Good. Everybody looks at me. Yeah. Like, anyway, I know you are the moderator." One of them, he's
2: my my evil cohort. No, I'm kidding. Absolutely Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. Love you all, but I have to dismiss Kate. Can you tell us a little bit about um The She Wolf
3: of
0: London? You did a TV show, that Yeah. I had a lot of episodes. Yeah. Yeah, that was a a TV show. I did I think there was 18 or 19 episodes, but 14 were in England, and I played a girl that went to um, England to prove that there was no such thing as werewolves, and then I went camping, and I got bit by a werewolf. Ah,
4: that's, that's <laughs> Serves me right,
0: but it was a really fun series, and um, it was all on location, all in England, all fil- uh, British film crew, and it was kind of like the first big thing I ever did, so it was kind of Overwhelming and excep- exceptionally exciting, and very silly and fun. It's, you can get it on Amazon DVD for like ten bucks. It's fun. I'm like, go get it.
2: Yeah. It's a cute story. Yeah. It's a cute stories. What do you What do you ladies think of having the title of Scream Queens? Hmm. That's a bit
1: controversial today. I think I can speak for myself. I love it. I embrace it. I'm grateful for it. Thank you. I agree with that. Wait, controversial because of the word queen? Because I... No, no. I think that people feel like, oh, if you're a screen queen, you're boxed in. Oh. So you can't really lend yourself to perhaps other genres. You know, you won't be cast as the lead in a mainstream rom-com. I don't give a shit. (laughs) I want to stay in the genre. I love the genre. And I was so happy to finally feel like I could... I mean, years ago when people said, oh, you're a scream queen, I felt like, ah, maybe a princess. I'm not really, you know, (laughs) or maybe a king. Uh, (laughs) But no, I think it's wonderful. And thank you. That's super amazing. Yeah. I didn't know
4: I was the scream queen until this very moment <laughs> <laughs> no, no, um, I, I, mean, I guess I do scream in Chucky and I I'm certainly an insidious when I'm screaming at my poor son that I dress up like a girl it's got some, some serious mommy issues but um, no I think it's fantastic I mean who wouldn't first of all these cons are amazing um, you guys are the, the fans are some of the most amazing people some of the most interesting people some of the most dedicated loyal people um, I genre is so fun because it's so creative it's so so outside of the box, um, creative minds. And why wouldn't you want to be part of a world where you have that sort of like reciprocity between the, the character, the actor, the storytelling, and the people who love that narrative? So, why the fuck not wouldn't you want to be a scream queen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like your royalty. Yeah. <laughs> I,
2: I had a question with the, the Melissa, you were the, the, the boy who got dressed like a girl, mm-hmm. and she was the mother who dressed like yeah. Like,
4: like, yeah. kind of we, we might have to talk about that. Yeah. We're going yeah. we'll we'll to be
1: doing talk. a film together. <laughs> I'll be dressing you like a boy. I will love it. I'll be a girl.
2: <laughs> so is this going to be like a sequel to Seed of Chucky? <laughs> it's called Sleepaway
1: Seed.
0: That
3: would be awesome. Would you rather, uh, if you're going to play a strong role in a, in a horror film, would you rather play like the, the Jamie Lee Curtis protagonist or would you rather play like the Glenn Close Fatal Attraction? The villain
4: every single time for me. <laughs> <laughs> Either one. I think they're both fun. So interesting. Yeah. In the villain. I know what you did play. <laughs> mean, I'm telling you, that's what <laughs> I want
1: yeah. yeah, I love them all. I mean, as an actor, you kind of embrace the character, you love it, and I think just. Um. You know, both sides are equally inc- exciting. Yeah.
3: Uh, question for Felissa and Danielle. Felissa, how did you get uh, a recurring role on The Last Drive-in with Joe Biden? <laughs> and Danielle, what was it like working with James Wan on Insidious Two? Wow. <laughs>
1: Well, for me, uh, so I don't know if everyone has Shudder and has been watching The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. He's back. He's we right love on. him. Um, and he had me on as his first guest it, last July um, during the marathon. He We watched Sleepaway Camp, and um, he and I, you know, have a great relationship, and we've known each other for many years. So he decided to create this character, the Mangle Dick Expert. And every time he watches a film where there's a – a, a dick that's deformed and mangled. Uh, he does call me and I give insightful
0: <laughs> commentary. <laughs> uh, commentary. And, <laughs> and we have a blast. So
1: it will continue. Oh, we dad. just announced season two. Yay, Joe Bob Briggs.
0: My mom would be so proud. <laughs> my mom is super
1: proud. I'm like, hashtag MDE. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was,
3: was going to oh, say I what going to say about how it's bad um, when you were saying that you were saying about how you're just remembered as that role, don't feel bad. I mean, when they say Edward Norton, fight club, you think mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. hard for you? Mm-hmm. They're gonna yeah. say Edward Norton, Fight Club, American History X. Mm-hmm. And for Robert Downey Jr., all they're just gonna say is Iron Man. Or for Toby McGuire, just gonna say Spider-Man. So if you think <laughs> that the females have a part, ask like yeah. Ask
4: those guys. <laughs> they got better paid. Uh, yeah, they, they, they definitely made a lot of money. But yeah. I think anyone, no one likes to be pigeonholed, right? So we all like to feel that we can do something well and do something else, you know. And sometimes you have to create your own thing to break outside of boxes and yeah. show people, hey, I can also be funny or whatever, or not talk about penises all day long, yeah. or I don't, I don't know, whatever, whatever's happening over here. <laughs> we have a lot of talk. I, on about. the other hand, do like to talk about
1: dicks, so yeah. it's
4: good. Surprise. But I want to hear about James Wan. Oh, I will tell, I will tell you about James. So, um, I did not know, I sort of avoided Saw because I am a Freddy Cat. No offense. It, I'm afraid of horror movies. <laughs> okay. So Freddy Krueger screwed up my childhood and so did Chucky. And, um, <laughs> so I sort of avoided them, but I knew something called Saw existed. So again, I got this audition for, um, Insidious Chapter 2, at the time I was on, uh, doing a guest star spot on Grey's Anatomy and the audition came in and they're like, oh, it's today. And I'm like, well, I've just given birth on this hospital table in Grey's Anatomy. I cannot make this audition. Uh, can you put yourself on tape? Great. So one of the things in the um, description was he wanted sort of an evil uh, Disney queen. And when I was, oh, I don't know, 20 years old, my first job was at Disneyland playing Corella De Vil. Now I went in for Belle and Little Mermaid, and they were like, "Have you ever thought of the villains?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And then Corella De Vil, and then all these years later playing all these like evil queens. But I showed up, and uh, at first he wanted very skinny, like blonde wiry hair the description was like in her late late 50s early 60s for the mother of death and i was not that description at all but what i did have was sort of this torture and this like commanding voice that he was looking for and so when i went in there i didn't know to be like james wan i didn't know that yet and i was just talking to him or whatever and then when i got to work with him and saw his process i was like holy shit this guy is brilliant like he there was very little CGI. Um, it was a lot of it was choreography and the element of surprise, which he does really well. Um, and he's—I I liken him to sort of like a Willy Wonka type character because you're not sure which way the the boat is rowing when the rowers are rowing, and it's a little like—is he your friend or is he menacing and going to kill me behind the corner? I wasn't at all uh, the entire time. It was like got me right on the edge. So yeah, it was pretty fascinating working with him. He's brilliant. Can you explain um, what that that trope
3: you, is? are we specifically narrowing it to that? That's always a pure virginal, yeah, character. Okay, so it's always the the good girl who lives to the end. Oh, and where, the bad girl and doesn't. The bad girls who don't make sure,
4: it. Sure, the bad girl learns her lesson. Like in other words, well, a bat- no, they don't learn their lesson; they die. Well, yeah, but, but but that's but that's the lesson. You're a bad girl, and you get and you, and you, you die. Well, die. That's yeah, that is. Chucky gets it. you in the eyeball with the butcher knife because you're you're Barb the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, bitch deserved it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be interesting to see sort of maybe someone who's not like the virginal, like the Madonna horror complex. Like maybe the horror wins in the end. Could be, could be interesting. Maybe you should write write a short. <laughs> Henry, Do you to go. Like,
0: okay. Did you guys also like the the wife?
4: The which one? With Glenn Close? Oh, that was phenomenal. Yeah. Like she
0: lived right, and she was awful.
4: Yeah. yeah. Why no, the husband, husband was awful. The husband was awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. No. I think all I right. could. I think there's
4: room person? for just for exploring all these new types of narratives for women. I think that's exciting, and yeah, I think it's happening now. Yeah.
2: Do you ladies have like a dream role that would like just be like the epitome of your career? Besides Wonder Woman? Sorry. I'm still stuck on her. (laughs) Why not?
1: No, I don't. Um, I just, you know, to continue working and playing fascinating characters that really drive me and that I'm passionate about are, you know, definitely the ones I want to play. I'd like to play a vampire with Adrienne Barbeau in her book um, called Love Bites. So we've been talking about that, and I think that would be fascinating.
4: Oh, so I want to be—I want to be your vampire friend. Yeah.
1: Oh, and it's female centric, all women. Oh my gosh, I could be a vampire maid. I th- <laughs> you guys, we are sort of
4: vampires together, <laughs> and we, and we have a cast. And and the cast and vampire buffs.
2: <laughs> here we are. Don't friend. you think this is the cast?
1: Oh my God, brainstorming.
0: Adrian, let's oh give it
2: up. <laughs> you saw it right here. It's happening. Yeah. That would
1: be. Awesome.
4: You heard it here first.
1: <laughs> it's very glamorous. Yeah.
4: yeah. I think like a, I'd love to be like I was very um inspired by Kate Blanchett when she played Elizabeth. I think to play a queen. I I, I just went to Scotland. I was I was basically castle hopping the entire time. But to play a not not a genre but a a period a historical period piece to play a queen would be pretty incredible. That would be cool. Yeah, of any any of them, I would take any of them. Or a I'm king. Like, well, yeah, that's a, a different kind of A queen in drag? That's a different <laughs> kind of movie. As a king?
0: I would like that.
3: So, since you mentioned Elizabeth, were the roles, like, what were the roles or, or actresses or actors inspired you to become uh, actors?
0: I mean, what? Wow. Uh, what oh my God, I'm, you ironic. Do that? It was um, Jessica and Francis Farmer when I was in high school, and I was like, I want to do that. And then I saw her in King Kong and I'm like, I want to
4: make love to her, but oh, no,
1: <laughs> she
0: was like so
4: sexy, but she's such a great actress. Yeah, yeah. I think Judy Garland for me and the Wizard of Oz, I know that's so like, oh, oh everyone God. what? but I distinctly remember folding socks with my mom watching the Wizard of Oz and being like, yeah, that's, that's what I want to do. Well, not women. fold socks, but to yeah, be, yeah, yeah, but to yeah, be yeah, yeah. I just wanted to clarify that.
0: Uh, You should do a musical too. (laughs)
4: Folding Socks? Uh,
0: No, a a
1: film musical.
0: (laughs) Of The
4: Wizard of Oz? No, anything. Oh, oh, because I sing. You can can be a
0: wizard. That's right. Yes, come
1: to SKROKY tonight. Plug, shameful plug.
2: Yeah, I no, was just Oh, my God. That's See?
1: So now, I went to high school with Edina um, Menzel. So, I played oh her fucking pirate father <laughs> in the Pirates of Penzance. she <laughs> was freaking Mabel. You were and I was the <laughs> pirate king. You <laughs> were the very middle of a mother major general of information vegetables. <laughs> I was like, dude, am I always the man? You are destined <laughs> to have a penis. I... You I, just I right. am proud of my deck.
4: Okay, <laughs> I, <laughs> I get a deck. I've always, been, you know. I have a fun fact. I am the alternate voice for Elsa in Disney, so I am Idina's voice you double because really? I mean, we
1: were super close. Yes, that growing time. up, Adina so and I were very frozen. frozen. Song I get frozen a little tonight? frozen. Oh, yeah. tonight, we, it's all... It's oh, all. I'll, be the, I'll be Elsa's dad. <laughs> 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 I'll be in the back. I'll be in the back of my group. plays poker with Adina's dad. Oh, my gosh.
3: That's,
4: That's, six degrees of separation crazy. over here. Separation. That's
1: crazy shit. Um, you, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I was there. Yeah, it's me. I'm playing poker with you, dude. <laughs> yeah. um, I would say Glenn Close, Fatal Attraction, yeah. was like my she's big deal because up. she's so amazing. And I actually had like a small little role in Fatal Attraction. Ooh. So I got to meet her and hang out. And um, she was just my everything. Yeah. I think she's the most. I was just like, um a kid in the park playing Frisbee with them when they f- go to the Central Park and they uh, have the dogs and it's all light and merry. Oh, the good part so, of the yeah, yeah, it was the beginning. And yeah. Adrian Lyon had me look in the camera and it was so beautiful. Mm.
2: Yeah. was I, I, one
1: of the greats though. Yeah, oh my but, gosh. She's fantastic. I know, yeah. Wife.
2: Does anybody else have a question they'd like to ask?
4: Come on. Don't everybody talk at
2: once.
0: I we'll, we'll share you see, the you're little. already recasting Hi. me and I haven't <laughs> even got the part this
2: is so not right and I don't even fucking want to play that part <laughs> but that's how it works maybe Superman <laughs>
1: does she have a dick
4: no um, honestly that's how it works when you don't want it is when you get it so that's probably why I've never played whatever Although, I look uh, like her. I did voice her for the video game for Lego. See? So I got that. This is how close I am to her. This close. You're very close. <laughs> You're,
1: You're close. definitely close creating that. Yeah.
4: I'll play your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Woman needs a dad. Call Phyllis Rosen. Does Wonder Woman need a maid? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are we
0: You're the maid lady. and the dad? <laughs> I don't
1: know why. I don't got it. This is
0: Comedia That's dell'arte. I don't
1: know how we got it's there. It's awesome. But
3: here we <laughs> We're I'm obsessed with playing a maid. <laughs> so, so what were your thoughts when you first got invited to go to a horror convention?
0: <laughs> my first thought was, no one's going to remember me. And I was so amazed and overwhelmed and touched and moved by so many fans that came. to I was in Kentucky at, um, what's it called? Monster something. Monster
2: Mania? Monster Mania? Monster
0: Mania. So that was my first one. And it was like, oh, my God. They're like, oh, well, I love doing G-Wolf. And. I was, it was just, it's amazing to get the feedback and the, and the, the camaraderie and the, you helped me through high school. And I'm uh, like, oh my God. I wish I was helping myself through high school, but <laughs> it's great. It was at first, my first thought was, I'm, I don't think anyone's going to know who I am.
4: Mine was just a little bit scared because I saw a photo of someone that dressed like Freddy Krueger <laughs> and I knew that he was sort of like creeping around the little con. And PTSD. And going I major that. PTSD because there were n- <laughs> sleepless nights that happened and s- school that was missed, which wasn't so bad. But yeah, I was just like, I don't know who I'm going to meet. So I was a little on edge, but then he happened to be a really nice guy. Freddy and I, when Freddy and I made friends and then I actually got to, to meet Robert England and I was like, Oh, you're, you're just a lamb. You're just a sweetie.
2: <laughs> he really so, it's, so, been very, it's
4: been very healing to come to these cons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <there> was, like, <laughs> yeah. weekends
2: of ScareCon
3: England, there was someone running around <laughs> as Chucky, scaring the hell out of everybody. Oh sure. my God, sure. I
4: remember him. Yeah. As Chucky
1: yeah. does. As yep. he does. Yeah. yeah. Mine was, thank you, Fangoria, for coming back. Let's all applaud Fangoria. They are back. That was my first convention in 2001, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Because I didn't think anyone knew Sleepaway Camp. We were so under the radar. It was crazy to me. And um the entire cast and the director, Robert Hiltzik, we all followed the Friday the 13th panel, and we were shocked that it was, like, standing room only. Oh, my God. And then we signed for, like, five hours after, and we were like, holy crap, this is awesome. Aww. Like, we get to meet everyone, and we finally, like, we remembered the movie, and it was beautiful, and we were so thankful. Um... And I've been fortunate to be on the convention circuit and I see so many faces who've been at my table on the past couple of days. And thank you. I hope you know, and I tell you this from my heart, I love you and to connect with you and engage and hear your stories and everything about you means the world to me. So thank you.
4: I'll say the attention to detail that horror fans have is really incredible. Like, your memories are beyond, like, if something's off, it's like you know exactly what that is, and that's the thing that bothered you about the film, and I really love that sort of dedication. Like, there's an artistry in that, so.
2: For sure. What's the best and worst thing that's ever happened to you at a convention? (laughs) You have to have some kind of crazy story in all the years you've been doing this.
4: I think mine was best and worst at the same time. Does that count? <laughs> but it wasn't really bad. But um, there was a, a woman who was a big fan of Insidious, uh, Chapter 2, and The Mother of Death. And she was trembling a little bit when she had come up to the table, as some people do, that are they love the mommy of death, but maybe I remind them of their mean mommy. So there's always been like that toss-up. And she was just like, I've been waiting a long time to, you know, to meet you. And I was like, oh, that's so great. She's like, I really loved you and in Insidious. I'm like, that's so wonderful. She's like, I did something to memorialize your character for me with me forever and I was like oh okay <laughs> and she started to lift up her dress and I did not know where this was going uh, and then I just saw a huge tattoo of my face on her inner thigh huge I was like wow it wasn't a penis it wasn't a penis
1: that would have actually it was been it would have like, been pretty people I am but a it, mangled dick expert yeah. I could have analyzed it
4: anyway to have my face as the mother of death on someone's thigh for the for the rest of her life that's that's yeah that was in, I never thought I could check that off my the list I never thought I had I just checked it right off <laughs> the, li- the list I never knew. I was like oh there's the, the bucket list and the one I didn't know I had check awesome. I am a tattoo on oh, someone's weird. thigh it's amazing. <laughs> oh, it's amazing what I signed her leg I did I got right up in there <laughs> right, face to face with myself
1: she
2: got under that skirt. She got right in there.
4: <laughs> That's a problem. It's
1: only been joyful. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I you know, you would think like with Sleepaway Camp, um, I don't know. Angela is such a an interesting character. I think we can all relate to Angela. She's been bullied and she's been the outsider. And I feel like everyone who comes to visit me is is you know ready to cheer her on and and just so positive about it so I just love meeting everybody because the stories are incredible and you know it's after a while
2: most people we all like we're all like a surrogate family to one another yeah
1: we've been together for years and um, it's beautiful it is it's a community of love
2: Total. This is a family. Mm-hmm. We're
1: all safe here. We all take care of one another, and it's amazing.
2: Yeah, I when I started in all of this, I would have never ever imagined becoming friends and like being able to say that. I'm friends with you, yeah, friends. so yeah. I want to go
4: really to this cool. camp. This sounds like a really fun. I've missed out all these years on this camp. Do I, does it require me having a penis? Is that the good question. Bring I your have? dick, Danielle. Okay. Yeah. Search my arsenal, but there may be something in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the same. I don't think of. There's nothing bad that's ever happened at one of these. It's all been very, very heartwarming and. Fun and silly and touching and it's been just always good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I got locked out of my room once. I guess that's bad.
2: What happened? <laughs> my key. I couldn't find my key. Oh yeah. But that didn't last more than five minutes. So as long as you so were trapped in like a drunken episode and you you know went out in the hallway to grab something and got locked out, you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> that was last night though. Yeah, that I was. I saw okay. you last night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Outside <laughs> <laughs> in the inner
3: thigh, what's the weirdest thing you've had to
0: sign? I have. Oh, pff. hi! <laughs> oh no, I don't want to do that. Dildos, I'm sure.
1: I've signed a lot of dicks. <laughs> so for I, me, it's for real ones. That, no, no one's real dick. <laughs> oh, I have a lot of uh, dildos that come across my table. <laughs> Seriously, I did. <laughs> He's like, what the? <laughs> what kind of one? Thank
4: you. And they're awesome.
1: Some are little, some are big. We
4: don't discriminate. Oh, I don't that. judge
2: or discriminate.
4: Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm just amazed right now.
3: Just curious for clarification sake. Are we talking about appliances or the real thing?
1: No, they're typically, like, strap-ons. I get a lot of strap-ons and a lot of dildos. Toys. And, um, a lot of toys, yeah. They bring them to my table, <laughs> and I'm thrilled to sign them, so keep them coming, baby.
2: <laughs> keep the dildos coming. If we learn
4: anything
2: today. <laughs> no way. This went a whole different direction. Nothing church. that yeah. interesting, but... um. You can't reel it back down. We're, <laughs> We're on a forward. I'm not it surprised.
0: <laughs> it was also in Kentucky. A life-size <laughs> replica of the chainsaw massacre. Chainsaw. He was like... Oh. Oh. I'm like... Wah! Wow, that, that
4: can be a little...
1: Yeah. Yeah, That's jolting. Yeah. yeah. yeah that but it was cool. cool.
0: I mean, he, it wasn't yeah. like running. Thank God. <laughs>
2: That yeah. would have been concerning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not- PTSD <laughs> yeah. would like there's
0: a leaf blower outside. <laughs> no, and, like, <laughs> I'm
2: like. <sure. laughs> Does anybody else have anything they'd like to ask?
3: So plus I've had a in my day job. I'm a teacher. I've had a number of students who are trans students the last few years. How has the character been Accepted. received by that community?
1: It's, I know, and there's my beautiful friend. Um, it's been all love. It's been a whole lot of um, incredible stories and relationships that I have with friends like Mia for so many years, um, and that's beautiful to me. People have, back in the day when we wrote letters, you know, I would receive mail, and uh, several people wrote how they were, you know, transitioning, and It's amazing that I I am able to be a part of that. So I just love it and um, feel very grateful. Yeah, it's been beautiful. Nothing No hatred or anything. No. It's great. Go ahead, Maya. Thank you
3: for the shout out
1: for uh, Uh, us. Like us, inspire you, it's mutual.
3: Thank you. Without you, there would be no man. Because of what I deal with in our building and people not understanding, you understand, and all of you understand. This lady, who I can officially marry, but I is in here,
2: understands. (laughs) you guys are so cute (laughs) you always make
1: me cry I love you so much and that's what this is about that's what horror is it's interesting because it's about being kind and we unfortunately have forgotten a little bit about that but it's about hugging each other and taking care of each other and being kind to one another so thank you to all of you for bringing that to all of these amazing conventions (laughs)
2: <laughs> i love being put on the where spot where do we go from there yeah. i know oh, that's, like it's, that's, it's uh, the- probably yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that seemed to keep the conversation going a lot better than anything yeah <laughs> uh do you ladies have any movies that you're working on right now that are going to be coming out anytime soon or that you're excited about that's going to be coming out
1: well, Fangori will announce on June 21st that myself, Kane Hodder, and Tiffany Shepes are doing their first podcast. So you heard it here, and you can listen June 28th. That's fun. fun. Welcome to the club.
2: Welcome to the club. Woo! I know. I have
4: a TV series that might interest people. It's called Dwight in Shining Armor and uh, it's uh, a sort of the old trope of Sleeping Beauty but the idea is instead of being awoken a thousand years ago, she's awoken a thousand years later by a high schooler student named Dwight and when he accidentally haphazardly falls on top of her through this hole in the forest and accidentally kisses her on the lips he's now awoken a champion spell and not only has he awoken Princess Greta and her court magician Baldric, but in entire realm of people from the medieval century, 10th uh, 10th century medieval time. And I play a witch named Hexala, who I will never tell you her age. (laughs) I don't even think she remembers. (laughs) But when you first meet me, I'm like, Maybe a thousand years old. And I'm searching for, uh, something for my prime elixir, which requires a small bone from a princess. Just any bone will do. And so there's a lot of fun. There's ogres and fairies and all sorts of fun, mythical, great creatures. So, and you can see it on byutv.com. Oddly enough, byutv.com. And you can stream the entire first season. We shot 20 episodes. We're shooting 20 more and we're shooting in Atlanta. So it's great. You guys will love it. Yeah, it's like, it's like Once Upon a Time meets The Princess Bride, meets Monty Python, meets Freaks and Geeks, meets yeah. God, Game of Thrones, meets everything that's wonderful so in the world. So- we it's love like that. Let's make sure we, love- we all watch yeah, that. In yeah. Dwight in Shining Armor. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yay.
0: And interestingly, so it's like
4: yeah. family friendly, so it's like you can watch it with your kids. Although you guys are watching horror films with your kids so I guess that really doesn't matter <laughs> yeah i was dragged by my
2: parents watching horror movies when I was like four so right. like yeah. but you, you I mean did I mean if we watch like The Princess Bride or like movies like that with your
4: family that, that sort of fun fantasy it's, I have it's a four
2: year old p- nephew that I just made watch Sleepaway Camp for the first time See, there you go <laughs> he's that child
3: because our parents
2: didn't know what age appropriate <laughs> yeah <laughs> family friendly what's <laughs> that <laughs>
0: Oh, gosh. Um, Well, Brian Ingram, who's a big fan. Oh, I love Brian. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Plus, doing knows everybody. Yeah.
0: (laughs) He wrote this great uh, film based on a true story called uh, For the Love of My Daughter. And uh, it's a true story about a man who takes revenge on people hurting his daughter. And it's a true story. And it's brutal. But I play a police lady at the end. Yes. Um little cameo kind of thing. And I just did the the last thing I did was called Beach Rats. And it was um it's actually kind of in the realm of like what we're talking about with Sleep Boy Camp. It's um about a present day story of a young boy in Queens, Brooklyn. And Queens, Brooklyn is basically like nineteen fifties America. Like there is no homosexual tolerance whatsoever. And so this female young female director wrote this screenplay based kind of on a true story of a kid struggling with his sexuality and going online and sort of getting into the trouble and um, I play his mother and it's really kind of a haunting haunting movie it's called Beach Rats and uh, it was based on an article about a young boy in Queens who was buying pot from from a gay a gay kid online and then the you know started to feel like uh oh maybe I'm homosexual and who has got really scared of the kid, and the kid ran away, like the, the gay kid with the pot, ran across the freeway and got hit and killed by a car. Ooh. And this trial went on for a long time about the, the little boy who kind of chased him away, young boy who t- chased him away. And the writer of this film was haunted by this interview she read where the police, the lawyer said, well, are you gay? Is that why you, you, or are you afraid that you're gay because that's why you chase the kid away? And this young boy said, like with a deadpan, like face said, I don't know. And it just like gave her chills because she was like, he didn't know if he was gay. He didn't know if he, he didn't know. He was like a young boy coming to terms with everything. And now he's just killed somebody. So it's like, it wasn't about a hate crime. He was just like, I don't know. I'm, I was just scared. And like a kid was scared and. Terrible story, but that's not really what the movie's about. But it's about that. It is kind
4: of. Funny. But we get to see you as a police woman.
0: So no, I'm the mother. I'm oh, the mom. I'm the mom in, that, the mom one in that one. one. Yeah, the beach, the beach beach rats.
1: And I'm the dad. And it's on who <laughs> <laughs> And we're back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> yeah.
1: So our podcast is called Casualty Friday. <laughs> and you'll see the the photo shoot that we took, where all bloody around a bloody water cooler. So, um, and the topics casual are great tea. because we Casualty Friday instead. It's a take on like not Casual Friday, but um, the to- They're great topics, and we get. Um, you know, we're very vulnerable. We. Are emotional and cry, and it's wonderful to hear Kane in that sort of light. Um, Tiffany and I fight—you know, it's all good stuff. It's great, and we're very honest and real about so many things. Con life, family life, and horror—you know, all kinds. How of do you, good things. how
2: do you guys balance your your careers and your family life? I, I mean, I know it's your daughter's birthday, Terrible. and like, there's like, I know
1: it's my daughter's fourteenth birthday today. Um, but yeah. She had away camp. She's the camp. <laughs> <laughs> so many things are running through my
0: mind.
4: I'm <laughs> at that camp right now.
1: I'm, I'm <laughs> you know, you just balance. I mean, my kids are amazing. I have three. They're incredible. Um, they're the loves of my life. Everyone knows they're my first priority. And, um, they were raised. My husband's a musician. He was always on tour. I've always been on set and doing conventions. So this is all they know. So it's cool because they're like, Oh, we were in a Slayer video. They, they're like, Oh, whatever. We were killed by Danny Trejo, whatever. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's fun for them. They, they've been in film. They, they enjoy it very much. So they totally understand and they're, they're incredibly loving, wonderful people.
2: Well, your youngest, she narrated um, Victor yes, Crowley. Yes, my little girl, Lola,
1: she narrated the uh, Victor Crowley, the beginning. Once upon a time, there was a little boy named Victor. And, she, and Adam's like, you're the best actress we've ever had. And I was like, no, she isn't. <laughs> <laughs> She's a product of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It was
2: good, so. It's like, good job, it's mom.
1: It's fun. Yeah, was fun. Victor Crowley, so... I got heaviest stuff if you need it. (laughs) Now, Melissa, since we're talking about Victor Crowley, what was it like working on Victor Crowley as a PR publicist? I love my character. I think she's batshit crazy. She was the pill-popping lunatic. Um, And Adam wrote a beautiful script and, you know, the characters are fantastic. We had so much fun. Um, You know, like most sets, we're family. We enjoy one another. But that set was especially amazing um, because Adam is such a sweet, humble and beautiful person. So we just kind of followed his lead. It was great. I loved my character. She's crazy. She slept through the entire plane crash. She was <laughs> snoring. <laughs> you know? What happened? Oh, my God. Did we crash? <laughs> <You know.
0: laughs> uh,
4: did that character also have a penis? I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> she was really a amazed. Yeah.
2: She, it was definitely yeah. an
4: interesting kill. <laughs>
1: In my kill, I, my arm is ripped off with my cell phone in my hand through my vagina and through my mouth. Wow. So yeah, it was all about my genitalia at all times.
4: I have never I have never had so much genitalia talk in my entire life. Oh, just, come uh, hang hanging
0: my table baby. Really,
4: no wonder your lines the longest line. I'm in missing the boat. I mean, I'm going to just change my topic right now. I'm going to take some notes from Penis Lady over here. Um I I, love I know we're all sisters now. I uh, just well, I think yeah. it's just finding the balance. So, um I I have a huge Italian family. I am not married. I don't have children, but um, I have 13 nieces and nephews and a huge Italian family and both parents are remarried and so it's all about family and you know they you know they understand like I'm going to be in Atlanta shooting this week I, I next week I probably won't see my dad for Father's Day both my dads or my mom for her birthday but I'll be home the next weekend and you just make a point of it it's like when you're there you make it her dad included me. included my third father right here, who I'm spending really quality time with right now so. um, but yeah you just um, you make it a priority when you're there and then you know you show that Love, mutual love and respect, and they're happy and proud of you to be working. So, I think it's yeah, that yes. kind of reciprocity. Yeah. <laughs> Someone <laughs> that yeah. was a, that was a no. Like.
0: No, um, actually, I didn't really settle down. I didn't get married until a couple of years ago because I was never you were smart. around. To you were smart. Yeah, I was like, I'm not smart, so we <laughs> need to break up.
4: Honey, <laughs> I got to learn my lines. It's yeah, over. Yeah, So I didn't
0: just didn't do it. Didn't have a family. Now I do, kind of. Like I've a stepmom. I'm a stepmom. Oh,
2: that's cool. That's cool. Evil stepmother. Uh, are very. Do you ever bring like your nieces and nephews or your kids on set? I mean, actually, I, I just. You, I'm sure you must at some point.
4: I'm um, so I've I've just uh, written a, co-written a short film and producing it and directing it and last week uh we shot 4 days and I put all I put 3 Three of my nephews and um, two of my nieces in it. I like to cast them in all my projects. They really get a kick out of that. Yeah, nepotism. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, they are related to me. Um, Also, they're free, so then there's that. (laughs) (laughs) And this is independent (laughs) filmmaking. So, yeah, the name of my short is called Little May, and we're doing this Indiegogo um, campaign and raising these funds. And so it's been really great. Yeah, but... Uh, Yeah, I guess... can we check that out, Daniel. Thank you for asking. Uh, You guys just go to Indiegogo (laughs) and you can read... It's it's really a heartwarming film about um, becoming a better version of ourselves for our children. And it's uh, centered around this little six-year-old girl who um, this man discovers is this gifted painter. And um, it's just about uh, supporting the arts and it's creating this win-win culture within the world where art is okay just for art's sake and there doesn't need to be a monetization on it. So like a lot of you have been showing me your artwork this this weekend and it's phenomenal and... if it brings you joy. You should just be doing it, and it should be validated because it's an expression of who you are. So that's kind of what my short film's about, um, through the eyes of this little six-year-old girl, sort of inspiring hope in people. It's actually a positive film.
2: It's I was called, just going to say, with the way the world is, it, it needs you need more positivity. I think so. Yeah, there's always
4: space and room for that. So it's called Little May. Yeah, and if you want to check it out, you can at Indiegogo or follow me. Or yeah. Am I might have mean auntie uh, I I play the bitch ex-wife. Yes, that is <laughs> Now I'm now I'm holding I'm pigeonholing my own self in my own projects. I can't be the nice girl.
3: <laughs> so that kind of reason where I was going to ask cuz I know was you produced or are producing a film right yes. now oh. and
1: are you? Uh, yeah, I am. I just say yes because yeah, I know there's something that I'm producing oh, somewhere. You're right. always doing something. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I'm saying
3: so most of us are here because we you working in front of the camera. I mean, what about behind,
0: you know, and, and Amazing. my sisters over here are busy. We're working. We're yeah, having, it's we're great. we're directing.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it's been fun, like, you know, producing feature films, but I also had the opportunity to produce Slayers videos off the Repentless album. So, um, check those out. They were really cool. They were like little horror movies and, um, cast all of our friends from the horror conventions, yeah, it was it was so fun. And um I love producing. It's like to me it's like being a mom. Somebody's hungry, somebody's crying, somebody's a pain in the ass, yes. and I have to like kind of navigate Shuffle and it make it all happen. Yeah. Yeah, you have the to best. be as
4: good at multitasking, which I think is I think it's a fe- a feminine strength and not that men can't be, but I think inherently no, because let's be we're really the like they can't. <laughs> yeah. Well, men, are, men can be very linear and really good at focusing, and I think women we're like we can go wide and long. So I'm finding as a producer and, and Yeah. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, but 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 just to sort of like keep your it's eye on like fifty balls, between. yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, because I got my balls. balls! All my That's balls! True. I mean, they I can't take her anywhere. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Being <laughs> and Joe Lynch, balls.
1: <laughs> <laughs> The whole thing with oh Joe Lynch, God. the director, about balls. Sad. I'm sure you do. <laughs> 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 this is sad. It's, it's do you,
2: do you find that you get more roles now? Because like, they, I cannot put on any kind of streaming service, see any movie that you're not in. Like, you're everywhere. Do you find that you guys get more rules for shit years? when I was
1: younger, or in my twenties, or my thirties, or my? But now it's like. Amazing because it's character work and it's fantastic. It's like, you know, I, I love it and um, I embrace all of the crazy characters that I'm given because they're like little children. You I know, think my you favorite is and,
2: my favorite with you has been Ma. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ma.
1: my my five hundred pound cigar smoking uh, Ma boss <laughs> character <laughs> that was so fun. Was
2: that, is that with Olivia? Uh, it's garlic and garlic and gunpowder. It's garlic.
1: Oh, no, it's okay. crazy. Yeah. She's Vivica, like, Vivica what Fox you is in it. It's everybody. great. She's <laughs> <laughs> it crazy. It was fun. It was with James Duvall, um, Vivica Fox. Marty Coe, Vivica Fox, um, great cast. Judy Tenuta. We had so much fun. Dean McDermott. It was great. She sounds like my Aunt Nettie. <laughs> um, and, she, and she was. She was based on your Aunt Nettie. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Uncle Nettie. <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: that.
3: I think, um, to actually start wrapping it up. Okay. Wow, that was so quite quick. There any, uh, great good Anyone else have a, a last question before we close?
1: We know you. Have They've heard more. enough. Yeah. No. Really? Thank you guys for coming. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, yeah. ladies,
0: That's for awesome. joining us.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this is so fun. All right. And scene. And scene. <laughs> That's <laughs> a wrap. <laughs> back.